In this episode, Fiona McQuaid interviews Nikki Donkers, Director of Communications at Barker's Fruit Processors in Geraldine. How would you like to? Well, I think you just tell me, I'd love to know how you started with Barker's, I guess. Was that your first managerial role or...? Uh, no. Um, so just to give you a recap, my, my background is a dietitian and sports nutritionist. Mm-hmm. So I was fortunate enough to um, be based in the Manawatu in mm-hmm. the Hawke's Bay for around 15, 15 years. And there I managed, uh, I closed a number of kitchens. I um, unfortunately at the time made a lot of people redundant. Uh-huh. Um, but that was probably my foray into... Um, cost control, um, business executive. Yeah. yeah, I worked for um, at the time the Manawatu uh, Health Board and oh, then the Hawke's okay. Bay. Yeah, the right. Hawke's Bay Health Board. Okay. Yeah. Um, so these are places that needed to be closed. <laughs> right. Yes. Well, yeah. look, it it does, and I think um, I can remember sitting around a, a table with uh, the union at the time, and they uh, they called me the Hatchet Woman because if I can recall. Uh, we were closing a number of kitchens and it was up to 100 people losing uh, mm. their jobs. Mm. What um, From that moment, I think it was a learning for me. Um, I think that's probably where, my, uh, where I started my thinking around um, management and people in all fairness sure. because I, I took loads of time mm. to sit down um, and talk to people about... Um, losing their job, about their aspirations as people and there was lots of emotion, there was lots of people in tears, there was anger um, but as you know what I've learnt in all fairness we're given two ears and one mouth for a reason and I don't think in today's world we, we listen enough mm. um, so yeah so that's that's been the start of um, of my beginning and and so from there I then joined Barker's in a um, a product management role mm-hmm. and grew grew through the ranks there with that with that business and I've always what's always stuck uh, close to my core is valuing people mm-hmm. and um, and ensuring you're taking you're taking people on mm. on a journey. Mm-hmm. I think I, underneath, I'm very competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to, if, I, if I'm going to go to war, I'd rather lead, lead from the front and, sure. and, be, um, and be out the front. And I think that's probably, uh, it's, it's a natural instinct um, within me. Mm. And, and perhaps does it make me a better leader or a better manage, manager as a result? I think if you've got an inbuilt... Um, uh, DNA component. I think that makes you possibly a, a better uh, all-rounder. And mm. if you've got, if you've got attitude, if you've got compassion, um, if you if you've got passion as well, mm-hmm. um, it um, it holds you holds you well. Do you think you were competitive as a child as well? And when you look back into your, you had quite a good tennis career. I understand. Were you? Yeah. Could you see? Yep. Absolutely. How you were as a child reflects perhaps how you are as an adult. Um, I certainly, I certainly believe so, um, Fee. Absolutely. Um, 
you you know it's interesting, isn't it? Because you a leader also needs followers, mm. and, and you the term leadership and followership, um, I think, are very very real. Um, because a great leader um, needs great followers um, as well. Um, but yes, it's uh, being there right from right from we go really. And so, you, what would you see as your greatest accomplishment? In your career, so far. In, my, in my career, um, because I've been with Barkers for twenty-four years, it would um, I, I use that uh, probably for my next statement. It's um, I've been fortunate enough to uh, come into a business in its infancy and um, be able to be part of growing brands to uh, where, where we are today. And uh, man, that's taken a, a whole lot of hard work, grit, determination, all those kind of things. But what a, uh, it's a beautiful position for us to be in now, having taken a family, a small family business, and, um, and seeing that success across its various various divisions mm -hmm. in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. And so for the, the women that are around you, because you have how many women that report directly to you? I have a, um, an entire female yes. team, so no gender diversity right. whatsoever. <laughs> um, what do you say to them? Like what's your, what, are your, what would be the three key things you would say to them to, to enable them and empower them? to do their jobs? Certainly believe, believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. um, that, that's absolutely key. Uh, to nurture um, passion and attitude within, um, within yourself as a person. Look after yourself. Mm. I, I don't think we take enough, um, enough, enough time to do that. And, and keep believing. Mm. Absolutely absolutely believe mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know I think at the end of the day if, if you think you're going to run New Zealand or you're going to change the world if you keep believing that you will do a very very good job at coming close to that yeah. or achieving it Yeah. so we all have failures that's how we learn right? what would you say was your biggest failure and what did you learn from that I thought about I thought about that actually, and you know I don't. This might be a little bit arrogant, but I don't, I don't see anything that I've done as being a, a being a failure, um, because failure is such a it's such a strong word. I, I could have done things differently, or I could have done things um, things better. Um, I can't. I can't sit back and second guess um, things. You make. You make the best decision at at the time. Um, it, that doesn't necessarily mean it's always the right decision. I, I'm happy to be proven um, proven wrong, but for me, failure. I, I don't like that that word, failure. So, is it arrogant of me to say I can't think of uh, what I failed at? I've done some things wrong, and I could have done them better. I'm going to change it because I thought how do you take care of your staff that's important and we'd love to know that but also how do you take care of you yourself because there's only one you and there's you know often a lot of people that are, yeah. are looking to you so are you it's a, it's a big it's a big question and I don't um, I don't claim to have this right in all fairness um, part of my DNA uh, very humbly raised 
and um, as a result of that I give 150 cent to my employer mm -hmm. um, at the detriment at times to, um, to myself and um, to my family but that's how um, I've been raised and saying that I love what I do mm. absolutely love what I do uh, what, what I have in, in the last 12, um, 12 months I've um, I brought a change uh, about to my role. I, um, you know, you, you look back and and you do see. Um, I think a lot of us are on a roller coaster, and our desire to achieve, we tend to forget that the body, um, the body can only take um, take so much. And I, I've given that. I wanted to slow. I wanted to slow down. Um, a little. I really love. I love Geraldine. Mm. I love my home. I love my garden. For me, that's my um, my space. Mm. And um, so weekly, I undertake a massage. Great. Um, awesome. Hour and a half, two hours, and I now don't break those sessions. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I just find that really valuable. I love reading, mm -hmm. I, and um, I love space, if that makes sense, you know. I love colour. Um, I'm in total awe of the environment. So walk, walking, um, I don't need to. I don't need to run, yes. um, but I do enjoy um, walking with an attitude um, that challenges me. So hill, hill work, uh, climbing work, um, as I say, reading, baking. I love, yes. I love food. It's quite therapeutic baking, isn't it? It's actually a great way to talk to your teenagers too. Oh, yeah, I agree. To get them, yeah, without that eye contact that they yep. hate so much. I have a gorgeous son that when I'm baking, he likes to gravitate towards the kitchen. Um, and whether it's sticking a finger in the bowl mm. or eating a, a biscuit bowl, mm. Um, mm. I think it's... It's special. It's yeah, special yeah, way to communicate with yep. them. And so your staff, how do you how do you take care of them? Mm. I I'm a, I'm a great one for uh, coffee and chats. Mm -hmm. um, I like getting off site with um, with the team. Um, I'm also a great believer in purchasing uh, wellness vouchers. So. Mm -hmm. um, Prime example. I've just ordered four of those today to um, to give out some st to staff who, um, while have gone beyond um, the call of duty, yeah, above sure. and beyond, because I don't think we celebrate. We don't. We, we're very quick to look at the negative um, things that go wrong in life or in work, uh, but there's a heck of a lot of things that are done extremely, extremely mm. well. Mm. So, and I like to recognise. I think that's the other thing. Um, call out the great things that uh, people have um, have done, and just take time to sit and listen. And celebrate them. And celebrate. Yeah. 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 If you don't understand what's going on outside of work for your team mm -hmm. around you, it's very hard for you to to nurture them as a as a complete mm -hmm. being or mm -hmm. as a whole. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Does it? Do you find that exhausting though? Yeah, like I do. Having to know what's going on beyond because you. Especially, like maybe even more so as women, you and if you've got that nurturing instinct, you you want to protect them, and you become you involved almost by stealth, really, and that's emotionally draining. It is. Yeah. Look, absolutely yes. We have um we have a a couple of staff, female staff members who are, are going through a, a really challenging time with breast cancer, and yeah. you know you can't. 
um, you know, as, as one of them were just saying to me uh, yesterday, we were both in my office, we were both in tears, mm. um, talking, talking about it. It is, it is so real, and you can't cut it off no. coming to coming to work, and um, it is ex- exhausting. Uh, there's no, uh, there's no other way to um, describe it. But that is life, mm. you know. I mm. think. Um, I think back to a really beautiful book that I read by Schultz and um, uh, and Starbucks, uh, and what he wanted to do with creating a uh, a cafe or a, a Starbucks on every corner to bring people together from in a community, and and I think that's what we don't do enough. We don't uh, do enough to just look around us. Um, um, I guess take time to smell the roses and that to Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. And just and, and be and be true to your heart. I think um, I'm a Libra, um, and on the outside, you know, you may um, you may see a very um, a very firm exterior, and, and there absolutely can be. Um, but underneath, boy, I really do care about mm, people. Mm, sure. And I think that's it. That's a sign of a, a good so I think the other thing too, social media's got a lot to answer for mm. um, at the moment. You you see all the positivity, but you don't actually see the things that have that are going wrong. Yeah. And people don't we don't we're probably wired not to enjoy failing. You know, here comes that mm. word failure again. But there is nothing wrong with um with not uh with not succeeding for whatever whatever reason I think it's great to to look at why you haven't and then get back on that bus and think okay I know all the reasons yes. why yes um, and yeah I'm going to nail it next time yes. I think it's important for people to see you being vulnerable I think that's that's really important because it makes you human then doesn't it and it and like you like you rightly pointed out that whole ability for people to be able to come to you and communicate you want that so it's you know it's important that they do see you yeah. share in their you know in their sadness and their yeah, absolutely like I think um, the other thing too um, fee that I've learned is that uh, you know we uh, when I look back at, at, at a number of inspiring women um, there tends to be I don't know you sit around a board table and, and is it because it's been so much a, a male world we tend to think we've got to be really uh, really cold mm. and, and, and very direct and, yeah. and show no emotions um, which I actually be, believe that's absolutely incorrect mm. I think a, a high-performing team is a team that has a an amazing cross-section of um, of both male and female um, sitting around the table and everything needs to be brought to that table mm. um, for that team to perform at its at its best so I don't I have no aspirations to sit around a table in a suit mm. um, and be cold like the other mm. men that mm. may be sitting around mm. the table how many how many women sit round the table, the board table at Barkers versus the men? Yeah, so look, that's a it's a, it's a change actually. What's really encouraging if I look at our senior leadership team, um, we now actually have a, a greater percentage of females than oh, we do fantastic. males. Uh, so we are uh, two thirds female, one third male. 
Wow, um, that's impressive. It's, it's very mm. impressive. Mm. And, and what I really love about that is uh, that team is there because of uh, their skill level, yes. not yes. because of their gender. been listening to Global Women Activate Leadership participant Fiona McQuaid interview Nikki Donkers. If you enjoyed this interview, please listen to others from this season under the Global Women Activate Leadership 2019 banner.